Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. You know, like a, a star athlete basically resigns on a long-term deal, on an improved deal. Mm-hmm. That's this jacket is. everyone, welcome to Wright's House. Hope you're all safe and well. Today, we're going to talk about England's exit from the World Cup, plus a little bit about France, Morocco, Argentina, and Croatia. And my guests are Musa Kwanga and Karl Anka. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Good morning. How are we doing? How are we? It is the morning after. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's really, t- it's really tough to to try and compose yourself when you've seen England lose. I, mean, I don't think I've seen England lose in this manner before where you're feeling like, you know what, you're against the world champions, as much as France looked so like with the ball, amazing, without the ball, just a little bit like what's going on. It just looked like that they were there. They were there for the take. It felt like they were there for the taking. And there was a spell there where they definitely were. We didn't take advantage of it. But like, um, I feel, um, it's, it's, uh, Moose, I don't know how to explain it simply because I'm very disappointed, obviously because of the loss. But the, in the manner in the, in the way we lost. France got away with it. As simple as that. And there'll be other games. And this is the thing. People have to remember, this is tournament football. Yep. It's elite tournament football. And sometimes things just don't go your way. And sometimes teams that should have winning the whole thing. And England absolutely had a superb chance to win this. So we won this tournament. They would, it would have been a, a managerial masterclass. Mm. And the irony is this, right? People will look at this tournament oh, out of the quarterfinals and be like, oh, Southgate's regressing. He's actually getting better. Yeah is the best coached Southgate team because it wasn't like he made huge mistakes. It was just minor adjustments here and there. You got it. And that's why they he lost. He got it bang on in this game. I think yeah, what was really right. telling yeah. is in the aftermath, no one was saying, oh, Southgate should have gone for three at the back. Yeah. Oh, Southgate got the front two, front three yeah. wrong. I think the game plan was good. I think the yeah. performance in the first half was good. I think the scoreline was, was suboptimal. But also, you mm. know, during that second half, I was sort of yelling, pressure, 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 pressure. Yes. Keep it up, boys. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know, I know. Obviously, you know, a lot of the time you're going bring on a sub, but rather than bring on a sub, I sort of went, I can see it. I understand what Southgate's going for. If he just gives this an extra five minutes, everything will will come good. But I suppose it's that thing of uh, a watch pot doesn't always boil, and it's just mm. that those small fine inches. That's- execution too. It's execution yeah. as well. Like you think of the amount of times that France had the ball in their area one or two times in the first half mm. on their six yard box and scrambling Scr- panicking mm. to clear it Clutching. and here's the thing it's easy looking at oh Southgate this but sometimes actually the team and this is the thing you could tell from sometimes actually the team basically bails itself out narrowly and you look at the France celebrations relief you yes. could, yeah. the amount you should have seen the bench tell. did you see that you, maybe you guys didn't see the bench from where you were but like literally every decision the whole lot of them kept jumping up they were jumping up. Wow. They weren't happy with this. They weren't happy with that. They're jumping up. When they scored, remember when Giroud scored the second goal, mm. the substitutes mm. ran across the pitch like it was the end of the game, like they just won, won on penalties. They were they were Because relieved. they could feel the they, balance. They, they could. could feel they were and losing. And you know what, Moose? Yeah. There, was a, there was a spell in the second half, especially when Saka and Bellingham really started to cook, um, where you can feel, I remember saying to Roy, Roy looking over and he's saying, they really do need to score in this period really mm. need to score in this period because, you know, it's not long after that, then <clears throat> Giroud missed that chance. And then yeah. again, you, you're talking about fine margins, guys, but the cross from Griezmann, who again was fantastic, fantastic, right? Yeah. The cross from him was pinpoint and it's not a, a cross that was put into an area to pinpoint on someone's head. It was put into one of the most dangerous area you can from the, the, the distance he was. And you, you saw it, Giroud just got there before Harry Maguire and that's the margins again. It, came, it actually came off of Harry Maguire's, Harry Maguire's shoulder, you know, the way he, he was so close. That again is what I can't emphasize enough, 
how effort that any given Sunday speech, the half, the, the inch, how important it the is. Inch. And how often was Maguire beaten um, in the entire mm, tournament mm, in, a, in a key area? How often? Yeah. Maybe not more than once. And you look at Maguire winning a free kick on the edge of the box. Mm -hmm. And then Rashford's free kick dips oh, onto the top Jesus. of the net. All of this. You know, how, again, the margins. You know, yeah. I think um, I thought that the, the substitutions were good. I, obviously, they're, they're saying that Saka may have had a little knock or something because mm. he started to, 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 to tear Ananas to pieces. He didn't know what to do with him. He didn't know. If he stays on, we win the game. If, if he wasn't injured, you know, I'm not, because I can't see any other reason for him to be taken off. None at all. Because, you know, that was somebody who just, in that game, because the first half, obviously, you know, I'm not going to go into referee and all that stuff because that's football. That's how it goes. It's the margins. But the first half, you know, he was getting into it and they got away with some fouls on him. And, you know, obviously they got it off of him to, 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 to go and score the first goal. But you could see he was just, just fractions away from it happening, the touch and then moving mm. and then they get a toe in it. But then the second half, guys, he just went. He really. He really. He reconfigured. Honestly, yeah. really, really did. And it was. Again, it's like when Mbappe gets the ball. It's he does what he wants. He does what he mm. wants, and it's the only time he'll lose it is when he he messes up what he's trying to do. Saka wasn't messing up what he's trying to do. They had to foul him. They had to foul. Chuamani's only major mistake of the tournament. Yeah, only major, only the only block. Actually, I could you can even argue that that Saka gets the assist for the second hurricane penalty. Because he's off the field by then, but he's still in Hernandez's head. <laughs> and you bear in, Hernandez you is bear thinking. In mind. Yeah, Hernandez, Hernandez, Hernandez is thinking. scrambled. He's scrambled. Listen, Hernandez is thinking, when you're a child, when you're a child growing up and you're playing football, you're not thinking, oh, one day my day job will be supervising Saka <laughs> in front of millions of people. <laughs> it's not what you envisaged. Uh, you know something, that's, you envisaged. A, that's a situation where I love the way Carl Walker dealt with the Mbappe situation because we saw Mbappe yes. in flashes doing stuff that... Mm. I just pray, I hope and pray that he doesn't get injured. He doesn't lose that pace and that dynamism, what he's got. It's, it's beautiful to watch. It's like watching electricity. When he does yes. that move, like when he plays it and does the move, it's beautiful to watch. But like Carl Walker played him very, very well. But Perfectly. there was a couple of instances, especially the second half, where he got the ball and, not, and mm. you don't see Carl Walker get beat. And by the time he got to the ball in the box, he was two yards, nearly two yards in front of him. Two, and, and you just- It reminded me of, it reminded me of rugby league, actually. Oh. The build that Mbappe has is like a rugby league player. Mm. You know, those, those players that are built for repeated contact. And I think like Carl Walker there being a Sheffield guy, like it kind mm. of had that vibe to me. Like there was that one moment in the first half, I think where he puts it, you know, the one um, Carl as well, where he basically isolates him on the flank and then just turns on, the jet, fuel the jet fuel and just bro. goes and you're like wow that's the danger yeah. mm. that but the, to, to, to Carl Walker's credit to England's credit the amount of times that happened I think it was once really once or twice in the entire match in 90 minutes this episode is brought to you by cars.com when you add your car to your garage on cars.com you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth plus view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell so when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. felt comfortable Carl it was one of those Carl where you know I think you know what yes Mbappe can he's got the start he can do what he wants he's literally but I, I didn't feel afraid because I thought you know something we've got stuff now in Bellingham in Saka you know what I mean mm. it, that we, we can hurt them you know what I mean they're afraid Harry Kane at Upa Meccano he was, he, was, he was petrified I've never seen for a player of that so-called caliber to make the challenges and, and committing himself to challenges like he was yesterday, you, you're not going to get away with that too frequently. You're not going to get away with that like he did yesterday. He was afraid. You don't make those decisions, the decisions that he supposedly, a, a top defender made yesterday. And when, when I saw Upamakar, I was thinking, please, let's just try and get the ball into Harry. Upamakar on the wrong side. He's trying to win balls 
Like even with the first, even with the, the, the their first goal, you know, he's trying to win a ball from Saka with his body. Is Saka's done everything right with it. He's got his body in. He tried with the right leg to win a ball that's in and around Saka's left foot. In it's literally impossible to I, I, it's, it's unconceivable to not give a foul for that. I can't understand it and I don't want to make excuses but like the way England played yesterday not unbelievably but we should have we, sh- we, we could have and should have won that game obviously Harry missed the penalty and we had mm. France at a time I've not seen them that kind of fragile they were fragile mm. and if we mm. score that penalty I think we break them I think we I break went for them two t- for the, t- for the for two, two, two. two yeah I was so excited I was, even yesterday when it finished Moose I said you know we came back into it twice because my mind I naturally thought that well Harry Kane's going to score we got back into the game I should have said listen we got back into the game with the first goal and we nearly got back into the game with the second goal but I said we got back into the game twice we did we got back into yeah. the game Harry Kane missed the fucking penalty and it's like I'm so surprised because I am not thinking at any stage guys that he's going to miss but you've got to, no. see, you know, well, you've got to tell me what you think and then I'll explain to you what I think. I've got I a thought think. on this. Please, please. I please. said this yesterday, Stadio, but very briefly, Go yesterday, on. Stadio, I actually think that was an incredible piece of goalkeeping by Lloris because I think Lloris was like, I know you're going to this corner again because that's where you generate power from mm. and you know I'm going to die for you. So then Kane is thinking, I have I've got to, to put be this higher even more because precise. I know that you're good enough to mm. cover maybe like half or two thirds of that side <sighs> of the goal with an incredible dive. So if, oh, I've only got like basically a tiny... Spot to aim at. But, but yeah. Cl- Carl, I've seen him put that on down the middle. It, this, was, this was a perfect penalty to go down the middle simply because of what you just said there, Moose, because in your moment, it's like the penalty what I used to take. I'd take the three steps back. It was my go-to penalty. I know that this is the one that I practice and this is the one I can execute without, you know, with shutting everything out down because I've got a, a routine. Harry Kane went to the routine and like mm. what you said there, Moose, Larice knows I'm going to go as hard as I can that way. So if he does beat me, it's going to have to be perfect. Harry Kane's mm. mind is thinking this has to be perfect. So I have to put some more on it to get it higher and get it in there to the point when you see when he strikes it, I don't think he has the same amount of run up as he did the first one. I think he mm. looked very composed with the first one to the point where like a golfer, someone makes a noise in the crowd and they step back and they go through their routine yep. again. He did, right? he did. I he readjusted his socks. Just, exactly, adjusted his socks and composed himself. Whereas I thought with this one, he needed to like get into Larice's headspace and go into what I've seen, what I believe he's going to do. Harry Kane didn't go into that place thinking, well, Larice knows that's my penalty and he's going to try and go that way again. And then Harry, he limped back, tried to be too precise. I think this is, an, you know, Moose is bang on in that this is the second penalty. This is the second penalty against a guy you train against five days a week. You know this man intimately. He knows you intimately. Um, and yeah, Harry Kane has his penalty technique. Hugo mm-hmm. Ruiz knows that. And it's that thing of when you face someone going, you know that I know. I know that you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. He, you know, yes. Yeah. And that creates this weird dynamic where everything has to become the most perfect penalty of all time. Yeah. But there are beasts out there. This is the thing. Look, this, first of all, there are beasts in goal in this tournament. You see like Van Dyke, right? Van Dyke, we know, incredible penalty, take, yeah. penalty taker. This is a man that puts a penalty to the same side he knows yeah. the keeper is going to, mm-hmm. right? Van Dyke's that good. And Martinez, you know, offered him out. He's successfully. <laughs> These are the levels. He's built for that. Move. These are the levels. And here's the thing as well I want to say about this, um, this penalty too. This reminded me of Ozil against Bayern that time in the Champions League, that crucial penalty. And Neuer saves it. Because Neuer, again, knows what Ozil likes doing. And this is the thing, again, it's not just even the, the training ground. This is a man, Loris is a man that's watched Kane walk across the canteen and is like, ah, I'm watching a balance all the time. Like, this is... Yeah, it feels I've played Uno with you. I know what you do mm. when you're angry. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know how you behave when you're angry. I know how you behave when you're hungry. Um, I, know, I know your tells. It, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was... And the reason I'm talking about this, sorry to jump in, guys, and the reason I'm saying this and laying this on quite thick is simply because, to, to quote Ian, that the, the tabloids and all the rest of them are going to go in on this. It's going to be so lazy. Mm. The penalty discourse is going to be so yeah. lazy needs and basic. And it's like, sometimes actually it's a standoff and one of you blinks and that's all it is. And it's not like Kane choked. Kane didn't choke. Kane made a very smart decision under a lot of pressure and he got it marginally off and that's it. 
And we're really in danger of looking at this. I mean, even last night when I was talking about how well Southgate coached, mm. I got some really angry replies. I thought to myself, yeah. you know, I'm not even engaging with this. No, no, no. That's like, but yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know, because then, because the problem is if, if people aren't careful, if we don't like, like just like um, establish this now, the narrative runs away with itself. Mm. It's, it's funny, actually, it's, it's, you mentioned about the the, 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 the the replies and the comebacks. It's like, you know, it's it's a really it's a it's a big game for England. I I love it. I love being there. I love. I'm I'm very proud to be there. I love it. And you know, me and Gary Neville. It's funny because you naturally you say we. I say it about Arsenal. The love is deep. I can't say England or Arsenal. I say we. They, they, they just kept coming for that. And at the end, you know, they came again. And I just think to myself, I'm so tired of that because. It's like people are just sitting, waiting for failure. And this is why I mm. feel so much, I feel so much for the guys. You know what I mean? We're watching players mm, turn into world-class players. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we saw with Jude Bellingham. I think we saw it with Saka last night. We saw them to emerge as world-class players last night, taking on the world champions, Jude, Jude Bellingham at 19, Saka at 21, taking on the world champions and giving them a run for their money. You know, and there's so much to look forward to. And this is why Gary Neville, he's very good with his summarising because he said, listen, I've played in teams that have come and bombed out of these tournaments. Bombed out, not played anywhere near the level of what we've seen today. And mm. there's no real negativity here, apart from the fact that we were unfortunate. We didn't get some decisions. And our main man, our main man missed the penalty, which is just like, you probably give him that penalty again, nine times, he scores nine times. And this is why, you know, listening to, like Annie mentioned last night, she wouldn't have had him taking the second penalty. It doesn't work like that. Because can you imagine if Harry, Harry Kane says, I'm not taking that penalty, um, let someone else take it, and then they miss? You know, it's just, it's not the you know way. What, actually, now I know, I know how Italy feel. Yeah. I know how Italy felt in France 98 now. See, when Baggio was there an extra time and he puts that volley like inches wide and then like, uh, France beat Italy on penalties. Mm -hmm. And people forget that shootout now and they forget how good Italy were and they forget how good Baggio was. Yeah. Four years after he missed that big penalty, yeah. he comes back. Him and Vieri look incredible. They're locked in. And actually, Italy must be looking back and being like, we win that shootout yeah. they win the, against they France. Win in France, we can go and win the whole thing because mm. Italy was so well balanced. And it's exactly like that. And it's like, it's, does that make sense, Carl? Because yeah. sometimes it's, it's so easy to be like, oh, we did this. Sometimes it's just not your time. It's, yeah. tournament, Actually. it's just tournament football. I mean, you know, look, I remember watching the Germany team in Euro 2008 and, and they lose to Spain. And then in mm -hmm. the World Cup 2010, 10. and they take Spain to the line and eventually mm -hmm. takes Puyol to, you know, get yes, some Jordan hops. Established terms. Jordan jump, established terms. Do a Jesus thumping header. <laughs> Easy, right? the greatest header I've seen. Greatest and, header. Nothing stopping it. And, and, and <laughs> that Germany team was just going, when do we do it? When do we get mm. past Spain? When do we mm. get our time? Because they, they mm. had two, you know, they Euro final, lose it. World Cup semi-final, lose it. Um, and I'm, I'm sure England are now going, Is that what's us? next? You think we're on our journey? Like when Italy yes. came coming into the Euros, so. they were I on their journey, weren't they? If you look at that, I mean, you know, it, Italy lost the Euros 2000 final to France mm. as well. Like it, it takes a while. Mm, um, and if you look at this England squad and you, you know, you got the Euros in 18 months, maybe you can change, you know, that you, there's a potential to change things up at centre half or at central midfield if you want to, you know, Calvin Phillips comes back in as well. Mm. But the squad is good. The squad is coalesced in a really nice way. Uh, you can't really, uh, there's no one in that squad where I go, oh, that's your last World Cup or your last big tournament. Um, right, Henderson. Without saying, I mean, even I mean, Henderson was great against France. Henderson was just was every any time Upamecano came onto the ball, that was clearly mm. Henderson's job of just I'm going to get in your face and just yeah. stop you from getting the ball out wide. And he did it. And, yeah, he yeah. Did it. and, 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 and as well, yeah, yeah, go on, Carl. Sorry. And I, I, I like the way Henderson has uh, sort of been Jude Bellingham's older brother. Mm, it feels nice. <laughs> Recruit recruiter. <laughs> I, I, can I say yeah? Yes, I, I like the way that they. When, when they, because you know they try to shift the ball so as you can get Mbappe in that situation just on the halfway line where he's just, he's just got the one defender and then space to run into. I love the way mm. Saka came across, Anderson came across and then, and, and, then, and then Carl Walker was there. I thought that we'd done that fantastically to the point where there's a couple of times where Carl, Kyle Walker got the ball and started to go. He said, no man, we've got this. I'm going to just, and then I, you could see Gareth or was it, Holland, whoever it is on the line, coming out and saying, Carl, 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 Carl. But the fact is, is that uh, they felt comfortable in their heads that, you know, we've kind of got this. 
Mm-hmm. And that is why I think the first half, Saka was a little bit more, he was, he was pressurised more from behind with Hernandez and then people coming that way towards him from, and then Rabiot coming from that side. And that is why his move is to get it and come inside, which he did do a lot of times in mm. the first half and laid it off and, and sometimes he lost it. But like the way we dealt with that, those teams are looking at us saying, England are coming. The problem we have now, the problem we have now is our number nine. You know, what's Harry going to be like in another 18 months time? You know, I mm. think that the way he's playing, dropping off with the pace going beyond him. And I thought that this tournament more than any, his number nine play coming towards the ball has been fucking brilliant. Mm, you know, yes. the link play, the holding the play, the passing. So if we're saying that he does, he's, let's just say, fingers crossed, he has an injury-free next eight, 18 months and keeps himself going. Harry Kane still got a massive part to play in that team of youngsters who are going to be flying past him in respects of, you know, when Harry used to play, he'd come deep and no one was going. You know, now those teams will have to look at England and say, yes, yes, they're coming. So, you know, in, in the end, I've, I, you know, obviously you're very disappointed to lose. And I don't want to, I don't want to harp on about the decisions because like I said, that happens in the tournaments, but in tournament football, um, but I, I just feel I was very, I was very confident that England could have done, could do well in this tournament and they've just come unstuck in the most cruel way. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they've lost that football match because like Gary Neville said, there's, there's times where he's been playing where we've gone out, you know, with our tail between our legs, you know what I mean? We've been terrible. You know, we've played bad. He's let everybody down. No unit, no harmony, no unity in the squad. But this team has got everything with that manager and the team and the squad. And it's just so unfortunate. I'm so sad that they've gone out like they've gone out. And I'm never, no way am I blaming Harry Kane. There's no way anyone else I'm choosing to take that penalty and I will do it again. And it's just a shame that we went out in the fashion we did, but it's still, I feel very, very positive. Very, very positive about what I'm seeing and the players that are emerging. So, you know, it's unlucky, but France, man. France, fucking hell. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. That's, that's, that's what the it should be, the France, fucking hell, because <laughs> we're talking about a very elite team. The same with like Upamecano, um, Varane, they can be got. They can be got. Mm. Especially if Upamecano is going to carry on doing that, but they are brilliant. In flashes, Rabio. Griezmann, we don't even need Griezmann. to mention. We don't, we That's don't the guy. You got to say that Griezmann is, is up there for player of the tournament right now. I think Without so. Question. So, so Art, think Artentu so. Sinkali on Twitter, Art, shout out to Artentu Sinkali, sent me this brilliant piece by Emmy Lawrence about Griezmann and analysing Griezmann's, Griezmann's role, which I think, you know, he's been spectacular. And the way that like Griezmann learned to play that role of uh, Fafana, who's in the squad as well with Monaco, um, from Monaco. Just the way that, that Griezmann knitted together mm that midfield and frankly that defence he papered over cracks that Morocco will definitely expose if Apamecano turns in a showing like that France have better defenders and we know that that we know that um, Deschamps can make adjustments he moved out Pavard and moved in Koundé and Diana Christie made a very good point on Twitter yesterday she was writing to me and she said look they've got like Canati's right there it's a big shout to move someone in for a semi-final but he's good enough and frankly he's been He's been a nice a bit too long. Can, so if, if France make that adjustment, they're going clear again. Carl, can I just throw in one name, which um, I've heard about him and thinking, okay, yeah, let me see what's happening with this guy, if he's going to be the one. And I think he is. Chuamani oh is fucking otherworldly, bro. Um, <laughs> so, you know, fucking otherworldly, what? Carl. I don't care what anyone says. I, I still, still feel like the goal... You know, like Dave Seaman, I kind of had a message from Dave Seaman, said, goalie, just explain that goal to me and how how that's gone in. And he said, if I'm going to be critical, which I feel you have to be at this level, guys, simply because of the the margins and the the distances and the enormity of the game and everything was online, he believed that he should have been at least a yard off of his line. Because... Because simply That's because, okay, he, he, because how far the shot, how, how far out Chumani was. Yes, it went through legs, but I feel that because, but, but Dave said because he was, he was so on his line, he couldn't adjust himself to make that move there because he's he's too far back. He needed to be further out. 
so as he can go and deal with it. And when you look where the ball went in the goal, and I don't want to criticise, I don't want to criticise, mm. but then when you start analysing, you have to go in and you think mm -hmm. to yourself, is that right? Because I didn't see that. You know, the only thing we saw, I me, mean, Roy Keane and Gary saying, it's not really gone into the side netting. So you're going to have questions asked. So you want to know, well, why was that? And he believes that he was, he was, he should have Here's been a, a yard take, off actually. his line. Here's a hot take. The decisive goals, mm. you look at the goal against um, Morocco, Costa mm. and Pickford, you can maybe argue the moral of the story is be aggressive in your goalkeeping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Costa wasn't aggressive for a nursery. And that's why he mistimed that, that jump. You know what I mean? He didn't come. So like, and these, again, these are tiny margins. I hesitate because these are world-class players, right? But they're like the split second choices. Mm to go after it or not. But true and can't. more often than not, you get rewarded. True is, is exceptional. You know, mm -hmm. he, yeah. At Monaco, uh, in the summer, I know two or three Premier League clubs were interested. Mm. Real Madrid just sort of scooped him up. Yeah. I was in Barcelona. I was in Barcelona when I found out the news and I was so angry. My mm. friend went, okay, come, I'm going to take you to a tapas bar so you can just sit mm. down chill. and just chill. <laughs> and I was, I was just in this bar going, you don't understand, he's so good. He's uh, so I, good. I was like, how have Real Madrid got Camavinga and Chuameni? That's oh, not fair. Can I, can I always say, Keep can I just cold. say, sorry, so I know this is not the point of your story, Carl, mm. but can I just say, I really want to be that guy one day when I can be like, I'm in insert European capital yeah. when insert big world transfer happens. <laughs> I just want to be that guy. You're already you know that guy. Drake, You're in Berlin you know all Drake, the time. You know how Drake records tracks like 6pm in New York? That's like your moment. It's like, Carl Anker, 4pm in Barcelona. 4pm in Barcelona, getting angry about a too many deal. Yeah, I mean, look at him. The for the next, again, you, you just look at that team and what they could achieve. You know, because Camavinga yes, ain't yes. even in there yet. He's not, he's, he's not even in the team properly. And then you look at Mbappe, you look at what they, they are, it, it, it yes. is frightening how good they can yeah. be. And then you look at the, what they've done, you know, trying to retain it, what they've done yesterday and how they stayed in that game. Even when they were taking the blows, you're thinking one more punch and they're gone. They rode it. They got mm -hmm. through it. Because the tournament football, then the quality came through and then they've mm -hmm. won. You, you cannot really... As much as you know, you'd, you'd like to think Morocco and what they're doing, as long as they don't, they're not satisfied with being in the semi-final, they want to go. If they can find that, then you can feel that they can, the way they defend. And you can, yes. you can get at, like I say, with, with fucking Upamecano and Varane, if you can get at those, you can do something. But this French team, looking forward for the future, are frightening. Frightening. It, it's, it's, it's remarkable that, I mean, they lost Paul Pogba due to injury. They lost N'Golo Kante. They lost uh, Christopher. Benzema. They lost Benzema. Benzema, yeah. Uh, and they just keep ticking. Uh, the, mm. the way they've replaced Pogba and Kante in aggregate. So, mm. you know, Kante does the work of two men. Paul Pogba's mm. passing into the final third means you don't really need to have that many attackers. Mm. But in having Chouameni as the number six, yeah. they've basically got Rabiot as this sort of free eight He's left-footed and can keep. Yeah. He, can, he makes the run. He can't do the passings on Pogba, but no. he can make the runs into the final third that Pogba yeah. can do. Mm -hmm. And that also, and also, Griezmann is. You know, we've we've sang his praises yeah. so well. Griezmann's yeah. just completely replaced the Pogba stuff there. But that is yes. all helped by Chuameni going. You know what? I'm going to handle this middle third. Yeah, all of it. You can do this, mm. and when the ball gets turned over, I'm here. Yes, Unreal. and, and, and I'll either slow it down or I'll yep. make the tackle when it's needed. Right, and, and he's then, what, incredible. Twenty, and then I'll score. Yeah, twenty-two, twenty-two, twenty-three. I think twenty-two. He doesn't know. And what then, you know, then I'll go and score. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go and score. Um, but can, can I say something about Griezmann just quickly and something that doesn't get a lot of attention in his game? The fucking interceptions. The mm -hmm. back oh my the, god! Fucking oh my hell, god. man! It's off the ball work. Honestly, Carl, it's like. I'm watching, and you know what I love about that is that, yes, you know he's good and you're watching, but then you go and you think to yourself, but you, you know, you are fucking good. You're great. You're fucking great, bro. It's amazing and we, how... And, we, and we, we duped. We duped with them. And that is what I'm saying. Those players will be looking at our players and saying, yeah, respect. We know you're coming. Okay. We're doing our stuff, but we know you're coming. Go on, Carl. I think you think about how Griezmann is, is very often regarded as, they call him like the, the little brother. Because mm. he, he's not played much of his career in France. He's been in Spain for ages. And mm. he's that sort of very fun friend that comes back from holiday mm. from overseas. And yeah, I mean, now we, we have to start talking about Griezmann as one of the best ever France players. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Oh, without question. Yeah, 40, oh, that conversation 42 goals, goals. 42 goals. For me, man. it's almost like... He's dropped like, back a bit. With, can I be honest? Where does Griezmann end up in mm. terms of his career and his like 
club form and like yeah. does he end up playing as a midfielder like at a different club right you, you have to see, I think so Moose and remember that that what that, that fucking strange old Barcelona back to Atleti not going to play him for, and then they then they end up signing him all you want is to see Griezmann just playing continually for the next three four years and then pe people might get it because it's be, he was so great he was so good when he started to do his stuff at Atleti and then he's gone to Barcelona. It's all kind of slowed down. We've seen what he's capable of doing in, in the national team. But I just want to see, um, I want to see Antoine Griezmann just playing continually how he's playing to see how he does and how people deal with him. Because yesterday, I remember playing against um, Zidane in the tournoi. And it was a situation where when he got on the ball, you just let him do the stuff and deal with where else it's going to be because you're not going to stop them once they get on it and they're doing this stuff. So let him have that and hope that you're in the right place somewhere else. So as when he lets pops it off, we are ready because you don't, he's not the kind of person that you go and then you say, well, I'm going to close him down and win it off him. And he's not that guy. He's too good. I saw that. Like, can I say, Carl, Carl, I'm sorry to be rude, Carl, because you were making a really good point about one of the great France players ever. And I didn't mean to cut it off because it's such a great concept and point because I think the conversation is already settled. I think he is one of the greatest. Where do you think he ranks, Carl? I think, I mean, you've got Zidane, you've got Platini. Wow. You've got Deschamps, you've got Tigana. Turam, Papin and whatnot. And then Griezmann's got to be top 10. Yeah. In terms of... That's fair. He's, That's he's, fair. Done this, he's, done, well, he's worked on the left of a 4-3-3. He's worked up front. He's working as a 10. The fact he's done so many roles... And he's dependable and reliable and, and by all accounts, from what I understand, he, he's just the loveliest person in that dressing room. Mm. He doesn't care about numbers and his numbers are still incredible. I mean, the one criticism of Griezmann I have to make is one small criticism is um, I saw um, a thing in Amy's piece about how he's in charge of the dressing room music. Mm. And I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I can see some of it, but in charge of the music, that's a big, you it know, that's a big shout. Like in the yeah. French dressing room. It does seem weird. I'm not being like fucking all the white guys in charge of the fucking music in a, in the dressing room. No, it's not. It's just that he's, he's fun. He's it's fun, just yeah, that you can fun. see that he's, he's, he's got that he's vibe, so much fun. bro. He's got yeah, that he's vibe. He's the cool uncle, isn't he? He's the yeah. cool I, uncle now. I'm, I'm Deschamps has been so... He's really, really particular about the dressing room environment at France. Mm. It, what's, what's quite interesting about Deschamps is I didn't, I, never, I, didn't, I didn't think he was a great head coach until after mm. he won that World Cup. Uh, and, and he really seems to be First and foremost, going, I need to stop any French implosion in air brackets. Mm, air quotes right. or that used to happen um, continually. So, you know, you, you, you think, why is Laporte playing for Spain? Apparently, Laporte was quite quiet when he was called up two or three mm. times. And Deschamps went, I'm not sure you're going to work in this environment. I'm going to leave you at home. Nothing about his technical quality, nothing about mm. whatever, but just saying, I'm not sure if you're going to gel with this, yeah, this very, edge. very unique thing I'm trying to build here. And Deschamps right. builds that. That's number one. You've got to be, you've got to be your authentic self. You've got to be, you've got to bring something to that dressing room mm. before anything else because he knows what it takes to win World Cups because yeah, he did it yeah. as a captain. Yeah. And if the vibe isn't exactly right, no. It's not I, and I think the way he does that and the way he has been so meticulous in, in making sure all these people can, 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 can exist with each other yeah, and also yeah. keep ticking when, when injuries happen, when suspensions happen. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you saw those photographs in the dressing room after beating England. I'm sure one of them, one or two of them now have gone, we probably played our best team in the World Cup. England's mm. probably going to be the hardest game we've had. Now we just need That's to keep on ticking. Wow. And yeah, then you know, like post going to say, don't say that. That's a good shout. That's a good shout, Carl. <laughs> They've absorbed. You know, po post-tournament, people yeah. come out and go like, oh, that was the, looking back, that was the game. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, still don't, I don't think that's true of this tournament. I think this tournament's different because I think genuinely any four of these teams now, I can imagine them winning the World Cup. Yeah. You've got, the, you've got Argentina, France, yeah. Argentina, France, um, Croatia, and the home nation, of course, mm. Morocco. <laughs> yes. You know, you've got... <laughs> of course. Before we move on from France, I just want to say a team that can absorb that hit of Kante, Pogba, Benzema, just those three. Um, are a team that are to, are to, to be reckoned with. And they, they've taken it with... Deschamps saying about killing Mbappé, saying I'm coming, I'm, I'm here to win the World Cup, and players of that caliber, that's what they have to do, and he's having to do that at 23 with those players missing, with players coming in and really stepping up to the plate. Fancy walking into that dressing room, being in there, someone like Chuamani, and they are trying to retain the World Cup. 
You know what I mean? Where everybody expects Kylian Mbappé to come to this World Cup and be the guy. And he is at 23 with those guys missing. We have to put a lot of respect on the mental strength of the French national team. Yeah. Allez le bleu. Yeah, yeah. Allez le bleu. Allez le bleu. <laughs> <laughs> Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products. Like buying back your Ikea items for store credit. Or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have to talk about Morocco because I, I just feel, and I, I've said from the start, when you watch them from the start and the way they defended and the way they tried to play out and the way they will try to still break on you, you know, I'm loving Ziyech, loving him. You know what I mean? Mm. I love the way he's playing. You know what I mean? He plays, he's playing with a different energy mm-hmm. when he's playing for his country. You know what I mean? I watch him at Chelsea and I don't want to, I'm not being negative, but this man needs it when he's playing for Morocco. Remember he had all those problems with the coach before he wouldn't play. Then the coach is gone. They got their guy in and look at where they are. Ajax too. Ajax, he was on, he was, he was brilliant. He just came to Chelsea. It's a bad fit. It didn't work out. But, you know, you look at key battles in this, obviously the flank is going to be won. What Hakimi does, obviously Amrabat against Griezmann in the central area. That's going to be huge because I think Amrabat surprised Spain. Yes. With his quality. Um, I think Portugal were ready for him, but he still won it. I think this is going to be the one for the ages. I think Amrabat was, playing, Amrabat was playing against Portugal with painkilling injections, hmm. right? He was playing with painkilling injections and then his, his midfield partner, Oani, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, basically just went, don't worry, you get your positioning right, I'll do your running for you. Yes. Just, it's this team Morocco it's, team, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, I, I know, yeah, I know mm. people say Champions League football is meant to be the pinnacle because that's where all the talent goes now. Mm. But World Cup football just unlocks a different kind of passion. Yeah. Intensity, yeah. This, you know, I haven't mm. seen Ziyech move off the ball like this since maybe his first season at Ajax. I haven't seen Sofiane Bouffal defend like this ever. And I watched him for a good chunk of time at Southampton. Yeah, Southampton I watched yeah. Yeah. Southampton manager pull his hair out going why, why, why is your positioning wrong and, and here he's defending he's hassling he's harrowing this midfield three Morocco's got is amazing and you're watching like a back four that's been completely decimated by decimated. injury just keep going size man size watching size again you see you see the guys you see him playing when he's playing at Wolves and you say yeah I can see he's very robust very good defense. but again you know they put the Moroccan shirt on and he He's, he's, he's turned into, he's turned into a, a kind of like a, a Goliath man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, the, I, I love to see that transformation because I would like to think that if I was in that situation playing for England, I would, I would go to that level because you, you, you have to go to, a, to, to somewhere else because it means so much. You have well, of course to you are because you're yeah. not playing, no disrespect, mm. but you're not playing, you're not playing in the League Cup. Mm-hmm. On a, on, a, on a wet Tuesday night, you're playing in front of billions of people and you're playing to be a statue in a town square. <laughs> you're playing to be a mural just, in your hometown. I'm loving, wow. you're I'm playing loving the that. Moroccan players celebrating with their mum. Oh, you know? mate. Right. My boy mate. said, if a North African man says he's doing it for your mum, for his mum, you just need to get out of the way. 
It's over. It's over. Just get out of the way. Just get out of the way. It just, yes. if, when a North African, when a North African man yeah. says, I'm doing it for my mum, just get out of the way because you're not going to beat them and you're only going to slow them down. They've got and... the whole family in the hotel, Carl. Everybody's <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is something that I'm thinking to myself. Remember back in the day, and I remember England tried to do it with, in Germany with Baden-Baden. We saw how badly that went because they totally disrespected the whole vibe of what was became meant a circus. Exactly. Yeah, it became a circus. became a circus. And now we're seeing it now, so many years later, with mums and families and everybody around. And we're still seeing a team that is like focused to the minutest of details in respect of giving up space and not giving up space and trying to attack and score and, and then just working so hard. It's like, it's, it's not beyond- And the coach as well, Walid yes, Bragui, like yes. the genius of what that man has done, not just with the coach, not just the way he transmits calm. I've talked about this before, how, mm. you know, when they get like a key moment, he's always like the first one to calm everyone down. To get that also performance the moves from the that back line. But all the discourse, there's so much discourse about like, oh, a Morocco and Arab team, they're a Muslim team, they're an African team. And he basically is embracing all of it because it's actually quite a Southgate thing to be really smart at channeling identity to the point where it doesn't become a distraction. Mm. He's been so clever with that because this, you know, there's a lot of joy, there's a lot of triumphalism, a lot of nationalism. You know, we were the same with England. It's the same with England. And Southgate navigating that chaos mm. so well and just being the calm. And I look at his demeanor and like, in Southgate, what he did was incredible. With what, what he's doing now at Reguagri, it's on an even bigger scale. It's on an even bigger scale than what Scalpi had to deal with. And he's just floating through it with, mm. with, with serenity, the actually. The goalkeeper as well looks like... Bono. What yes. a man. Wow. wow. Just, that, how how you, good you is this defence? Yes. Mm -hmm, right? so, mm -hmm. so Morocco have averaged 30% possession in these mm. games. Mm. They, right. they don't get the ball too much. And yet they average, I think it's 1.7 shots. Unreal. So I... I you know, the mathematicians are going, how are you doing this? Yeah. You, can't let, you can't let the opposition have this much of the ball and also not let them have shots. It's peak Atleti. Mm. It's, it's like, like chainmail. Atletico Madrid, the 2016 run to the final where they knocked out Bayern and, and Griezmann just went on that tear. Mm. That is what this um, Morocco is doing. And that's not a knock on them. It's like they have maximised their resources. The way they shift the ball at high speed through gaps is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And Bono in particular, I mean, you talk about great defence, that man needs to defend his DMs because <laughs> the thirst, mm. the thirst that has been unleashed towards this man, it's very rarely you see, it seems to be there's like one sexy goalkeeper per tournament. Mm. Yeah. Afghan, it was the, Egypt, the Egyptian keeper Afcon. It's the same. And Bonner, but like, can I just mm. say, joking aside, mm -hmm. his control of his area mm. in such different scenarios, um, whether it's from the penalty spot, whether he's claiming a high ball, where he's just transmitting calm, just, I cannot praise enough what this man is doing. You know something? I was going to say, guys, can they strangle France like they, they've been doing to teams and with the, the way they're defending? Because remember, we've got the tsunami that has been Mbappé. If he, if, he, mm. if he lets loose on a defence that are they going to be fit enough? Have they, have they used up everything they've got in respect of their... No, they haven't. You because Croatia me? showed they haven't. Croatia, no, not at all. Because Croatia last World Cup, everyone was like, oh no, they can't sustain it. Mm. They played two extra times and penalties and Croatia came out in that final and they ate. Mm -hmm. They yes. ate. And if it wasn't for Pogba going supernova yes, in that did. final after Kante underperformed, because Kante didn't have his best day because... Kant, I think, had just run everywhere that tournament. If Pogba doesn't ascend to another level, Croatia take that World Cup. You've, People forget that. So Morocco have got the juice. The question is this, how do France approach it? Do they fly out of the traps a bit like 2016 France against Iceland and just make those high-speed transitions and just go all out to blow them away? Or do they stay extremely patient? I feel like it's the latter. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be the latter, the waiting game. I'm not, I'm not sure if the, when they're going forward as... as as energizing as, and as good as they are defending and, and getting, I'm not sure if they have the Sakari kind of vibe to go at the French defense. It's going to have to, for me. But what do France, but how do France come out of the traps? That's the question. Yes. You know? Yes. Do you I think don't they're going to, I mean, what, yeah. you've got Buffa, you've got Buffa and you've got Ziyech and those mm. guys are exceptional 1v1 attackers. Yeah. Buffao, Buffao is all about deceleration. So he runs and then he sort of slows down and goes, come here. Don't worry. The hesitation. And it's the same with Zia. Come here. I got a ball. Do you, do you Zia's want this? Zia's Yeah, Zia's yeah. with Hernandez. Especially if, you, if he watches back and sees, and he sees what Saka was doing to him, Hernandez yeah. will be losing sleep. Both of these defenders use the ball as a carrot 
And then when the defender goes, oh, carrot, it turns into a stick that they beat you with. They beat you with. That's right, how they right. get you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Carl, I love that. Quick, quick one on Argentina. Can I get your thoughts on this? Because I, I wasn't around for 86. Mm-hmm. Mm. And on, on the BBC, wow. Gary Lineker said, this Argentina team is giving him 86 vibes. That's so fair. as someone who has seen Argentina 86, are you getting those vibes? Um, but we're talking about fucking Valdana, Burachaga. Brown. You know, the, the, the brown at the back. Justy. Wow. I, I'm not sure, Carl. I'm not sure because I think that the team that was surrounding Maradona, they felt like difficult to beat. They just felt a little bit, they felt better than the team now because we're okay. talking about prime Maradona. They okay. felt better than this team now. And this team seemed to be, they're really hanging on to give Messi the, the kind of boost. And we saw with the, with mm. the game, um, with the last game, how when it started to go the other way with, with the Netherlands and then they got that, we saw an implosion. We saw like that, that. They were waiting for Messi a bit, weren't they? Yes. In the second Luz, half, and they it were kinda, waiting. Kinda, it got, and even Messi, even Messi was like. Messi knew. Yeah, he, he got a little bit like aggressive and like, you know, pointing fingers and, and, and having, it felt very out of control in a moment. Actually, where, but this is, where, yeah, yeah, but this is why, this is why it is 86. Do you know why? Because Messi's evolving into Maradona. Oh. Messi was rude after a press conference in a way yes, I've never so, seen. Yeah, the man was asking for the smoke. I was like, mm -hmm. that's Maradona behavior. That is mm -hmm. not how Messi's behaved mm -hmm. his entire was career. Behavior. We've seen him petulant before. We've seen him talk back in like the, um, the, the Barcelona derby against Espanol. We've seen him talk a lot, but we've never seen this man do some full Kevin Keegan energy pointing across. Yes. Not, I'll love it if we beat you. I love yeah. it that we beat you. Yeah. Valt Vegfors was looking for the man's shirt and the man just like called him out. Yeah. And I was like, this is Maradona behavior. Like yeah. we're seeing like nasty Messi. Yeah. And that's the reason with it. his 86 is because he is putting the team on his back, the country on his back, even mm. the goal celebrations, the whole like, are oh, you not entertained? You know, mm. we used to see this Messi in flashes. Yes. We saw it in flashes. We saw it at the end of the Madrid derby. Messi being passionate. Messi snarling. We're now seeing it continuously. It's like, you know what? The mask has now devoured the face. This is who Messi is now. You know something? It's like- He's rude. Yeah. He's aggressive. Yeah. He's unpleasant. He needs, he's, he's Diego. He has to have He's it. become it. Those who remember 86, the semi-final performance that Maradona puts against Belgium. Oh, it's amazing. Is underrated. It's weird yeah. because the England one gets the attention. It was actually the Belgian better. one is better. better than, yeah. The Belgian one is absolutely spectacular. Here's the thing about Messi. Messi is finding space in this tournament in the unlikeliest places. We saw it in the Netherlands. He could, he could get ready to produce his biggest masterpiece wow. so far of the tournament. The man has already got four goals and we're not really talking about his goal tally. Mm -hmm. That's how good he's been. Everyone said Messi choke a big tournament. Messi is ascending to a level we haven't seen. Yeah, he's turning. And into I think it against this. Croatia, mm. I think against Croatia, he just goes and seizes it. And if, and with because Croatia. you saw him shaking his head, mm. Messi shaking his head at the start of extra time, repeatedly for about a minute, just by himself. No mm. one's near him, just shaking his head, going, "I have to do this again." Yeah. I think he's going to decide to go for it against Croatia in a way we haven't maybe seen. Hopefully, because like Croatia again, you know, a team that's been there and they've done everything mm. to make sure that they're staying amongst it. That's why I said to you, I said to you, the wily old fox, put it in the, I just can't see that. Croatia will be ready for any smoke that Argentina come with if they go to that place of, we're going we're gonna to try and intimidate you out of it. Mm -hmm. They'll have that as well. They'll, yeah. they'll be ready for that. Remember, we're talking about a team that got beaten themselves in, when Croatia got beaten in 20, 2018 in that final. They want to come back as well. We know that Messi yeah. wants his legacy, but yes. Modric wants his. You know, Perisic wants <laughs> his. They, you know, Lovren <laughs> wants his. Yeah, yeah. You yes. know? So you're yeah, looking at a team in. that you think to yourself, there's something, there's something happening where this is not foregone for Messi to just go forth and just walk no. up the stairs. No. Yeah. Croatia like to take you to deep waters and then they try and drown you. <laughs> That's what they do. They, yes. It's, it's a crocodile. They take you and they want to spin you. Alligator vibes. Yeah. They it's, take you under the water and they want to roll you. This is it, right? <laughs> this is, this is going to be, I would be surprised if, if Croatia Argentina is done in 90 minutes. Me that too. is yeah, going to be too. 120 minutes of just Unless like, yeah, but Carl, unless like Musa says, Messi goes supernova. And even if he does, it's going to have to be two free goals. They're going to have to blast them because this team, Croatia, will not lie down. They will they not, will not. Lie down. They will not. And I think the thing Croatia did against Brazil was they realised Brazil are very good defending with the ball. So Croatia went, okay, well, now we have it. Mm -hmm. Now what? Mm-hmm. Can I say this as well? The, Messi the, is now, and also the, the, the Messi thing as well, just before I get this, Messi's looking for grievances. Mm -hmm. That thing about the Van Hal comments and Messi was like, I had it on my phone. 
We'd never heard. I'd never heard Messi be this petty before. He's getting the so Jordan hype. motivations. See, Croatia been very quiet. Dance, said, he's going last dance, Michael Jordan. <laughs> so his Croatia, Croatia been very quiet because they're not provoking this man. So someone mm. in that Argentina camp, the kit man needs to go and find some disrespect. disrespect yeah. Because <laughs> it's or like, get a voice actor. He needs to get a voice actor to like, like, be like, oh, look it, what these Croatians exactly are saying about <laughs> It's like, it's like <laughs> Jordan. Jordan made stuff up in his head. Yes. So as it can get him going. This is Someone's got to make things up. Someone's got to make <laughs> things up. Oh, did you hear what Luca was saying? Oh, 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 oh. Is, yeah, yeah, make some comments. But we'll see. Brozovic yeah. was saying you were, you're in the Europa League against. Yeah, Luca, Luca, Luca's saying, oh, I wouldn't have bought that dog. I see Messi's dog. I would have bought a different breed wow, of dog. Wow, and that's enough. <laughs> that's interesting. And that, it needs to go to that level. And it was at that point. That's when yes. he took it personally. Listen, guys, what can I say? Thanks very much for coming in. Absolute pleasure. The thing is, just before I go, you, I was speaking to Gary Neville who's saying, you know what happens now? You're going to probably leave tomorrow at some stage. So they'd have to go back on the coach, get to the hotel, you get into that hotel room, probably on your own, and then you start packing your bags. You start packing your bags. And you know what? With, with Harry Kane and the legacy, what he's going to leave, I do pray to God that this is not the legacy for him. I, I just want something more for him because I'd hate for it to happen for him like it's like with a penalty miss like that. I do feel for him. I couldn't stop thinking about him last night. And I just, I think that he's got the shoulders and the, the mentality to blast himself for it, but there's some fucking horrible people out there who will mm. continually try to poke that fucking, poke him, poke him. But yeah, Harry, Harry, Harry. Yeah. There's so some I'm good people hope, though. Yeah, that's yeah, some good give, people. And you hope like, that those give... are the ones that will, um, those are the ones that will come yeah, that, to the fore. Jordan Pickford yeah. saying a bit of respect to the cameraman when the cameraman tried to zoom exactly. in on Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is why I like this England team. Yeah. Because yeah. they're a collective. Yeah, and, exactly. And Gareth they're going to go places. They're going to yeah. go places. And if they get if they get there in the end, that, that's 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 why they'll do it's it. It's the journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the journey. Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks very much. See you soon. Absolutely, absolutely. You're the best, guys. You're, you're the, the best. best. You're the best. No, no, no. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Kwonga. Thank you very much, Carl Anka. Um, I feel melancholy, happy and sad at the same time. I'm happy. I'm very happy. Now, we put a good account of ourselves forward in, in world football, and I'm proud of that. I'm sad because obviously we've got a great player, unfortunately missed, missed the penalty that could have maybe taken him to his moment. But hey, his moment may come. What can I say? We'll, we'll speak. We'll speak again next week. Mm -hmm.